Good morning. It's the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is... Bonnie Matthias, entering with the sound of applause. <laughs> the Workers', the workers Beat is about everything from the point of view of working families, and we like to start with things that you can do. News you can use. Is this March the 5th? Okay, 11 o'clock. I don't know. 11 o'clock, there's a national online teach-in on ending the global pandemic. What they're trying to do is get everybody uh, the everybody the medicines that they need all over the world, which they haven't had. March the 6th at 2 p.m. Peace in Ukraine, no to NATO. Demonstration on the Grassy Knoll, 411 Elm, Dallas. March the 8th is International Women's Day. March the 8th, President Joe Biden will visit Fort Worth. March the 10th, the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General's National Slam the Scam Day. They're trying to stop people from taking advantage of seniors. Uh, March the 11th is the next possible government shutdown if they don't do something. March the 13th at 6 p.m., a demonstration at Dallas City Hall for global pandemic help. March the 19th, Senate districts will meet in Dallas County and in various counties they have uh, county meetings. Right. Senate district, Senate district conventions. That's right. Well, the Senate district's in Dallas County, but in other counties, it's just oh, a county right. meeting. Right. It's just a county thing. Okay. Yep. March the 21st, confirmation hearings begin for Katanji Brown Jackson for the Supremes. Now. April, that- the, April the 23rd is the National Nurses United Union National Day of Action to support Medicare for All. April 26th is the deadline to receive vote-by-mail applications for vote-by-mail for the next election coming after that. May the 1st is International Workers' Day. Contact the steelworkers. May the 7th is local elections in some parts of Texas. May the 13th. It's also a constitutional amendment election. Okay. And uh, May the 13th is the deadline to receive vote-by-mail applications for the primary runoff. May 24th. So, so if you thought that uh, you couldn't get your uh, vote-by-mail application in, you got lots of deadlines for that. Yeah. So uh, I could go on and on with dates coming up. Right. It ends in November the 8th, general election, That's which right. is a life-or-death election for working people. For democracy. 972-647-1893. Bonnie, what's hot this week? Oh, we have a phone call already? Okay. All right. Good morning. Thanks Good for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. The executor is. They, I told her, listen. I Hello. Hello, you're on the air talking to somebody else. <laughs> Hello. Cut her off, Pierre. What can we do? 972 647 1893 is the number. And if you want to talk to the listeners of KNON, call us. Don't call us if you just want us to listen to you talk to somebody else. 972 647 1893. The Dallas newspaper estimated. That only 17.5% of Texas 17 million registered voters turned out statewide. And here in Dallas County, it was worse than that. Only 15.3% of the of the registered voters. Now, that's not the eligible voters. No, that's Eli- just registered. There's another couple of million uh, eligible voters, I think. About 500,000 in Dallas County. 500,000 of them in Dallas County. Yeah, okay, there we got our caller back. Good morning, thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gina Bonnie. Good morning. Hi. Yeah, this is Leon. Hey, Leon. Yeah, I wanted to 
uh, give you guys an update on what happened when I went to the DART meeting. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, they started 45 minutes late, 40 minutes late. That was really a bummer mm-hmm. because I had a baseball game that I needed to be at because I coached and do other stuff. And they started on time. I would have had a chance to say what I needed to say and leave. But I decided to wait because it was... I'm glad I waited because the board, first problem I had was the board is 15 people. Only two of them are are black people. And that does not reflect the diversity of the city, nor does it reflect the diversity of the ridership. Mm -hmm. So I can gather from that why they made uh, this decision to do whatever they do without thinking about how it would affect the riders. they are going to eventually phase out money, currency. Yeah. Take the fare boxes out. Yeah. Which is not a good policy because it's going to disproportionately adversely affect uh, people of color who don't have the smartphone, the link to their bank account so they can purchase their uh, dart pass uh, digitally. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to give your little a 15-year-old kid $2.50 or $4 to go to his mom's house from his auntie's house, you can't do it. He's got to have a phone, smartphone connected to a bank account. And uh, So it sounds like it sounds like uh, DART is catering to the elite in that regard. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the way it seems. Cause well, the other way of saying it is catering to the rich. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And uh, the, but the the lion's share of the ridership is not rich. They're yeah, that's right. People. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to get to work and you've been used to going going to work on on dart, and you're not as technologically you know savvy as you know some people are, that's going to isolate you. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, some of the areas where they eliminated uh, bus service, they did not replace it with the go link. So you don't have a bus and you don't have a goal lane mm-hmm. to get you to where you need to get to the train station or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of insensitive to people who are, you know, uh, certain demographics mm-hmm. and certain economic uh, levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, when I'm the only person there that's saying something, it may not necessarily create change because... I don't know, people are of the opinion. When I talked to the Darn employee, she said she had a meeting and there was only 17 people there. Mm-hmm. But I'm of the opinion that if only two people are there and they tell you something that needs to be done, you need to act on that. I see. So that was what how that went. So we'll have to see going forward. If well, we appreciate you monitoring DART and, and reporting back to us, Leon. And I know that a lot of people are very interested in this. And we appreciate you very much, but we got got people waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling Canada Win. Thank you. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Yes, you're on the air. The entire world is listening to you say hello. Go ahead, brother. Uh, Gene. Hello, Gene Bonnie. Hello. Hello. Uh, Last week, you were talking about a agency that helps people get uh, their overtime pay and their back pay. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have that phone number? Workers Defense Projects, who I was talking yes, about. Yes, that's right. They're experts at it. Now, I can give you their phone number, and it's uh, 4, yeah. 469-657-3928. 469-657-3928. Now, any, any union is going to have people that know how to work the uh, Texas payday law. In fact, you know who's an expert on this? Kenneth Stretcher. Yes, Who help, yes, often he helps us here on KNON. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the people that do it a lot are the Workers' Defense Project, and they do it because they help immigrants. So it's 469-657-3928. If you have a complaint against your boss that's that's might fall under the Texas payday law, in other words, if they didn't pay you overtime when they were supposed to, that's the main thing. Well, it's not me. It's my daughter. I she see. for a nursing home. She was working like 65 hours a week, and they'd only pay her 40 hours. Oh, uh, you got it. Yep, you got it. That's definitely wage theft. You got to get help. And uh, you can you can contact me. Are you online? Can you reach me online? It's genelands.org. So if you don't get help on that, uh, I want you to call me. Uh, contact me at genelands.org. So that I can uh, I can ask Kenneth Stretcher or some somebody smart person to help. I don't really know the payday law myself, and I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I know that you are not supposed to have to work more than 40 hours without getting time and a half overtime, unless you are in food service or agriculture. Okay. Right. Thank you, okay, brother. Thank you. Nine seven two. Yes, Thank you. 972-647-1893. Somebody's waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Well, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. This is Councilwoman Arnold. I just have a quick comment just to help folks who are working. This is a working people's announcement. We have uh, residents to check their water bills because there is should be a message in there that a, a technological glitch has caused them to be uh, charged two times for their mm-hmm. bills. So there, we need to make sure we're reading that, that in, information, but call 214-651-1441 to talk with one of the agents to understand how their bill was affected. Okay, so the first they check their water bill, and then they call 214-651-1441, right? Yeah, right, mm-hmm. to understand how bill is going to be how the, how they can move forward so they know what procedures and arrangements have been made with the bank so that customers are not given the insufficient funds charge all of that they need to go ahead and be proactive and handle up on it. so what happened councilwoman did the did the city just get messed up on their billing or something well, it's, it was really a software glitch, and, you know, it, it, those things do happen, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where I'm glad we caught it, it was caught in time, and to give folks enough time to understand what's going on, and so we didn't find out much later that, you know, it happened and no one caught it. Mm. So that's one thing we need to do, and it's not something we want to hear, but we're dealing with technology. Okay. Uh, and it's so- it's still by man. So don't just call the number. First, you check your water bill and see if there's a chance that you got double billed, right? Correct, correct. And then, correct. And then give the number again, Councilwoman. 214-651-1441. All right. I wrote it down. I hope other people did, too. Thank you. Okay, I, yes, and ma'am. I know you all 
you're going to handle up all these concerns about all these ballots being returned. Folks are going to have to vote and get this corruption of the Republicans taken care of because too many ballots were returned. Folks yeah. didn't get to vote. And they've got to call their congresswoman and, they, and they've got to call their commissioner so they'll know on the low level, local level, we need more volunteers at the polls. Oh, we need baby. more workers. But we need more voters. Mm-hmm. Need more voters to stop taking this abuse that we take when we stay at home. That's right. Mm-hmm. So thank you so very much. Well, i got to ask you something. Before you get off, Councilwoman, it's Labor. It's Women's History Month, and you're one of the women champions in politics in the Dallas area today. I was wondering, during Women's History Month, who do you kind of look up to and say that this was an outstanding woman? We don't look up to Bonnie. Who do you think? I know who the I know I know who the woman in charge is. This yep. Bonnie. You're looking up to Bonnie, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, am I really in it? What? <laughs> well, you know, Bonnie you know. Bonnie takes care of business, and I'm not being facetious. She runs, she volunteers, she's doing tutoring, she's doing literacy, she's doing voter literacy, she's doing reading literacy, she's doing empowerment. Mm-hmm. And she takes business, and so we've got to give her props today. So we love you, Bonnie, and keep on doing what you do. Well, that was unexpected. Wow. Thank you so much, Councilwoman. You have made my day. Oh, my gosh. That was that was something, wasn't it? Thank you. 972-647-1893. They love it when you call. The station manager listens wow. and wants to know how many people called. Is somebody waiting now? Good morning. Thanks for calling Can Win. You're on the air. Good morning, Gene and Bonnie. This is Joshua. Hi, Hi Joshua. Joshua. Good morning. From Denton. Hey, good morning. You're from Denton. That's right. I've got a, the gentleman who called earlier asking about um, overtime pay and wages and these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. There's the, the state. The state has a the payday law, mm-hmm. um, but there's right. also uh, the Department of Labor Wage and Hour Division. I can give the number uh, for people who are having problems getting the money, getting the proper pay, Getting paid okay. Time. Oh, good. And uh, we just had uh, Domingo Castillo. He's a representative of Department of Labor Wage and Hour Division on, on our workshop series mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And here's the number he gave out: one eight six six four eight seven nine two four three. Okay, that's eight six six four eight seven nine two four three. Yeah, and that's for people who are having trouble. That's for the Department of Labor. Mm-hmm. They investigate cases of uh, fraud. If employers aren't paying what they're supposed to, uh, especially for overtime pay, and they can help to calculate that. And they have investigators you can talk with uh, through that number. Um, and uh, I was want to let you all know, too, uh, we've got in our workshop series this coming Wednesday, we've got a representative of OSHA. Right? This is a government agency that takes care of uh, safety and health and the workplace. And uh, we'll be talking about um, how we, uh, what our laws are, what our laws are, what protections we have for workplace safety, and uh, to learn about that and any other kind of these uh, government services from the federal level. Mm-hmm. Contact me at dentonworker at gmail dot com. All right, dentonworker at gmail dot com. So, listen, Joshua in, in Denton. Mm-hmm. This is Women's History Month. I was wondering what women did you really look up to. That uh, that you know of in uh, in American history or in or in or in the present. Well, right now, I I, I guess I don't have to look much further than uh, 
Um, our committee here, we have Denton Worker and, and No Bus Cuts Denton. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got members of uh, uh, State Employees Union. We've got a uh, member of ATU 1338, a couple of members. Um, I guess uh, one of my family, too. So, uh, yeah, for me, that's uh, I'm, I'm glad that people are being recognized. Uh, and uh, I guess historically, people I, I like to read about are uh, people like Emma Goldman, um, who were uh, workers, uh, advocates, and uh, fought to to improve our standard of living. So, yeah, I'm glad to... <laughs> so, Emma Goldman, too. We, should, we should think yeah. about uh, a little bit, try to find out a little bit more about her sometime. We, think we appreciate you very much, but we're moving up to break time. So, All right. Y'all good morning. People Thank you, Joshua. Us. Thank you very much for the updates. The call number is 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. Waiting for your call at 972-647-1893. I've been asking several people who that they thought was outstanding. I want to add in a couple that are still alive. That are that's great. The, that's the best part. Great women leaders. Yeah. Becky Moeller <gasps> of Corpus yes! Christi. She's my hero. She is a great hero. Nancy Hall. I Nancy must say. Hall. Nancy Hall. Of and Dallas. I'm not just saying that because she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. But she is my best friend. <laughs> these are these are people who broke glass ceilings. I'm telling you. And it's Linda, incredible. And in San Antonio, Linda Chavez Thompson. Yes. The first woman oh in God. top leadership of yes. the AFL-CO. And I introduced her at an Acorn Legislative Conference mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. at the Church of the Reformation. Well, she's outstanding. And, you know, these two women are still working their tails oh off. Oh, my gosh, yes. To help, to help working people, even <laughs> though they quit quit getting paid for it a long, long time ago. Becky Muller is just constantly doing stuff all over the uh, Corpus Christi and the surrounding area. She is just incredible. Yes. And her daughter Christy. I think she ran for uh, she ran for a chairperson of the Democratic Party. I don't know the name of the county where Corpus Christi is, but she's down either. there. And uh, so they're still very very active. Uh, I talked to Linda Chavez Thompson last week because the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is getting ready to inaugurate a new chapter <gasps> in San Antonio. Oh my gosh, that is so exciting! That'll make seven chapters in every metropolitan center in Texas. Wow! And I'm after somebody. I know somebody in. Uh, in El Paso, too. So oh, yeah? We're working right. on El Paso. Okay. 972-647-1893. March is Women's History Month, and we should remember women. And we should also take note of the fact that in the past elections, a long time ago, if you're old as me, you'd know this, <laughs> nearly everybody who ran for office was a man. Oh, yeah. A there white hard, man. There were hardly any women. Yeah. It was always white oh, men. Oh, white men. All the way through American history, it was nearly always white men. Old white men. That's right. But in the last (laughs) election, in the Dallas AFL-CO endorsed candidates, there was 20 men that won, and there were 18 women (gasps) that won. So it was nearly 50-50. And and in the top race, the the top contested race in uh, the Democratic Party was for Attorney General. Yes. And who won? Who got the most votes? She didn't. She didn't win outright because no, she had a close. runoff. Very close. But who got the most votes in the attorney general's run for for the Democratic nomination? A Latina. And her name is Rochelle Garza. Garza. Yep. 
And uh, she I'm got so proud. She got like uh, 43% yeah. of the vote. Yeah. So women really made a mark in the primary elections. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the Hi, air. Hi, this is Brad. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Brad from Oklahoma. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Uh, How'd the I, Oklahoma elections I, go? Have you had any? I'm sorry? Did the Oklahoma have any elections? We had ours on Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. We did have some elections, but I, I don't I don't really have anything of particular interest okay. off my head to report. Right. Um, I wanted to talk about... Uh, I'm just afraid we're going to end up ending life from the earth as we know it, ended with World War Three. I'm terrified that these war, war drums banging. Mm-hmm. I would just encourage people to maybe turn off the CNN and MSNBC. At least realize that these 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 TV news networks got got people from Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and Carlyle Group and all these companies that are selling. Weapons and got an mm-hmm. interest in the in, in their, their stock. Their stock went through the roof. The the people that make munitions, their stock went through the roof over the last two weeks. And that's special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's terrifying, and and I hope that people will figure it out. You know, I think you know I understand a, a lot of a lot of it's a little bit disturbing to me because I see a lot of a lot of liberals are falling for this because they sort of. Make this equation, oh, Putin, Trump, so they hate Trump, so therefore we got to support whatever the war makers tell us to do mm-hmm. against Putin. This is not a, this is not a Putin versus Biden in Eastern Europe. This is a long-standing uh, uh, geopolitical struggle between NATO expansionism and and Russia, and and, and, a, and a lot of us have been have been arguing for years that that NATO's policy could lead to such a a situation as this, and, mm-hmm. and so. We need to dial it back. You know, I, I can understand that the, 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 you know, it's people's anger at Putin's, uh, you know, illegal invasion of, of um, Ukraine. There's not that much that we can do about that. Uh, we can, uh, we need to call on our government to stop its part in, mm-hmm. in encouraging this, this conflict and accelerating it. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 the one one thing I can say, at least, at least, President Biden and NATO so far are standing by refusing Zelensky's call for a no-fly zone. Mm-hmm. If we had a no-fly zone, I mean, we could we quickly descend into World War Three, and I, I'm terrified that that they're going to back down on that. You know. I see. Well, there's a demonstration here on Sunday uh, with no to NATO as part of their. Uh, Part of their call for the demonstration. I don't know. Is anything going on in Oklahoma? I, I'm trying to find out because I know that that's a global day of action tomorrow. Oh, it is global day of action. Yeah. I didn't realize that. A global day of action. Stop the war in Ukraine. Russian troops out. No to NATO expansion. Mm-hmm. I just found out. I just found out from the morning uh, from the Washington Post this morning that the United States was shipping arms into Ukraine. A long time ago, and and it's, it looked like a case of you, you and let's you and me fight him. Uh, it looks to me like the people of Ukraine are being used in a proxy war. Everybody else is supplying the weapons and saying, "Here, you go fight Russia." <laughs> we appreciate your call, and you can call us too at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. 
I have a podcast that plays at 9.50 with a guy who's going to be at the demonstration tomorrow. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for calling Ken and Wynn, and thanks for waiting. Yeah, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Uh, yeah, talking about the uh, the subject that the previous caller was talking about. Mm-hmm. The picture that is being painted for the people in this country by the uh, mass media about that conflict in uh, the Ukraine, it, it's got some serious missing pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, that thing's been going on since 2014. And in addition, I, that's like five, six, seven other military conflicts going on in the in the world how come they never say nothing about that mm-hmm. you know it, it's a it's a big mess i just encourage people to not become a flunky of the u.s military industrial complex so no, you don't think that they ought to be spending tax money to uh, supply a bunch of weapons in a proxy war is that right uh, uh yeah well that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's part of it and, and they're they're providing weapons to other conflicts in mm-hmm. uh, other parts of the world that they ought to also stop. They can spend that money right here. Mm-hmm. The streets or get people out of poverty. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, there's one other thing I want to uh, mm-hmm. uh, talk about, which is the uh, the Tatiana Jefferson case in, uh, in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. where the judge the judge keeps trying to put the case off, uh, trying to protect the officers. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a, uh, a website called justicefortatiana.com. Justice well, for Tatiana. Can you spell Tatiana? Okay, that's uh, T-A-T-I-A-N-A. <laughs> JusticeforTatiana.com, okay. Uh, uh, that's Atatiana. There's a, I, I forgot that A. Uh, okay, Justice for uh, Atatiana, okay. Right, .com. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has a uh, petition there. You can go and sign the petition. And encourage the uh, the city to go ahead and and do some justice instead of protecting murderous police. I see. Anyway, I just wanted to lay that out. Thank All you right. Thank you. I Thank saw you. something similar to that in the, in the morning news. A Dallas policeman has been charged with choking a man who had, at that time, both of his wrists cuffed to a stretcher, mm-hmm. and his legs were tied together. Mm-hmm. And there's there the man, has, the policeman has been charged with a misdemeanor. <laughs> He's a choking misdemeanor. some guy who's handcuffed. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and O N. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Yeah, this is Eddie Morgan. Hey, Eddie. I need to tell y'all what happened to me about the election. I went to the Democratic Party and picked up 15 of the mail-in ballot applications, mm-hmm. and nobody told me to put them in a separate envelope. Oh, dear. So, so at... Juliet Fowler Christian Apartments. There's 47 people over here that did not get the vote because somebody didn't tell me to put them in another envelope. It was in the law, but it but it was a big long law. Yeah, it was also a big envelope. So you had to put each one in a separate envelope, and you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't know that. Uh, and uh, it certainly w- escaped uh, the uh, the Dallas Democrats as well uh, until we got a call uh, from the ballot board. Mm-hmm. So we can't do that anymore. 
Mm-hmm. We uh, unfortunately, Eddie, there's uh, many ballots that came in like that uh, from folks like yourself. And they uh, were automatically held Automatically. Up. They were actually automatically rejected because the law yeah. says no. Mm-hmm. So we know that now. We, st- we got time okay. to rectify the situation, okay? Eddie, are you going to go yes. back and you going to go back and get those people signed up for uh, vote by mail? Too, but they're, they're all mad at me by now. Well, you tell them it's not your fault. <laughs> Does Christy need to come out there and talk to them? I'll get them signed up before the runoff. But yeah, and thank you all for doing everything y'all are doing. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. I tell everybody all the time that it's not over. You can still get a vote by mail in time to run for the vote up. That's right. That's right. And it's good for the whole year. That's right. You just got to make sure you fill out every single line on that stupid application. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON, and thanks for waiting. Hello? Yeah. Hey. Evelyn Davis. Hey, Evelyn. Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff, 510 Westmont Avenue, 31, apartment 111. Hey, we got a situation in Oak Cliff. All right, I listen to your station all the time. What's going on in Oak Cliff? You didn't, you didn't tell us. Here, they Here comes the Benice apartment. Yeah, oh, I it's, see. Uh, Bernice apartments on uh, Davis and Westmont. Mm-hmm. And then here comes the Doe Protection Services. Here comes the detectives. Hey, 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 ah, ah. We got to get them out of here. Yeah, I'm white. He's black. I'm a walker. He's in a wheelchair. And then uh, I go. Okay, and then I come back. My old man's way back there in this cellar. And they take him over there. I turn him around. And then I call them up and say, they say, well, he ain't there no more. Good. Uh, Dr. Tennessee, Travis, just well. I said, what? I said, well, I just talked to him yesterday. He's Lee Brown. Bill. Okay. And then he, he, he likes your program. He, he listens to you every day. He gets up every morning thanking the Lord Jesus. And then here they come. Ah, well, we're going to put new doors in. Okay. And they serve me paper. Yeah, I see. Say, I see you're very enthusiastic. Listen, I see you're very, very enthusiastic about this. Okay. But, but what, what do you want people to do? What do you want people to do? I want people to know about this area. Oh, to, okay. The fact that they're they're discriminating. All right. They're discriminating. And we don't like that, do we? Okay. We're gonna work on roads on on uh, black side, being they want to run to the to the Mexican side and then they want to get me out of here where I got nowhere to go and they say, well, if you don't leave or I'm going to call the constable and I can't even call my own man because he way back there in the cellar and so I go up the street and I, 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 I start paying and I tell everybody, this is wrong. 
I'll say. Okay. It sounds All like right. it's wrong. Thank well, you so thank much. Thank you so much for calling. 972-647-1893 is the number. The station just absolutely loves it when you call. It is Women's History Month, and there is a woman in the news. Her name is Katanji Brown Jackson. Yes. What do you we, think? Do we have another caller? Do you think we should get her uh, confirmed? In, confirmed? Absolutely. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Good morning, Cody. Uh, the, ba- uh, the background running in uh, your GPS, and uh, can you minimize that, or somebody turn up the GPS? Uh, okay. I don't think that's the problem. Yeah, we are hearing a background of GPS. Well, I don't know what you're hearing because we're not hearing anything. It's not coming on so, my earphones. Not coming on mine either, or uh, Pierre's. So I don't know. Sorry. Go ahead, brother. What else? I guess that that was it. I guess that was it. Okay. The Louisville ex-policeman who fired 10 shots during the police raid where Breonna Taylor died was charged with something called wanton endangerment. But then he got off. But he was found not guilty. Yeah. So that's what's going on in Louisville. Yeah, because the neighbor said, oh, it's okay. And the house has passed a bill. To make lynching a hate crime. Did you know? Oh, well, isn't that special? It's still not federal law. Lynching is still not a hate crime, but it has passed the House. So thanks for the people in the in the House of Representatives for doing that. Yeah, of course, we'll get a little over to the Senate, and it'll never go anywhere. So Speak, there you go. Speaking of hate crimes, dozens of traditional black schools, houses of worship, and other institutions have received bomb threats since the beginning of the year, according to the FBI. And that comes from the New York Daily News, and it was in the Dallas newspaper. Yeah, yeah. So things are going very, very badly for for civil rights. And you can see why. When the Republicans passed uh, 10 propositions that are <laughs> just plain scary. Oh, my they got God. One, they got one wanting to deploy the, the National Guard against uh, Mexican-Americans. Yep. Uh, they want, got one to uh, to keep people from getting a COVID vaccine. They got one to uh, ban the teaching of true history, or what they call critical race theory. <laughs> and this is pretty good. Reject critical race theory and other curricula that promote Marxist doctrine and encourage division based on creed, race, or economic status. So you can't talk about race and somebody will say, well, if you talk about race, then you're promoting division. (laughs) I'm so confused. That's really the only way to come together. I'm so confused. Just to talk about what happened and what we're going to do about it. And and the last one just really gets me. Is that number 10? Yeah, number 10. What's that one? There's only one God. Texas affirmed that our freedoms come from God and that the government should have no control over the conscience of individuals. Doesn't that mean my body, my choice kind of thing? That's what they're getting at. No, that's not what they're getting at because they're not going to let you have your body, your choice. They want you to believe in their God because that's the only God that they think is a viable option. I see. So anybody that believes anything else is just uh, some just, kind of crook. Just, yep, but we have to take a break. Okay, we're going to, whoever's uh, who's hanging on the phone, hang on. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Blue Monday. Hi, Blue Monday. Blue Monday. <laughs> 
972-647-1893. Bonnie and I will come and sing. <laughs> for $100. Yeah, but to, for 200 oh. But for 200 we won't come. All right. <laughs> President Biden's first State of the Union was the latest reminder that working people have a champion in words, action, and every way possible. That's right. That is a quote from Liz Shuler, the president of the AF of LCO, the leading spokesperson for the labor movement in America. And I don't know a single labor leader that would disagree with her. Nope. In the State of the Union, I'm a UAW member. This is the auto workers. Right. So in the State of the Union mes message, Mr. Biden made it clear that the government policies will tend to favor the automobile makers that are unionized. Well, the next day, Mr. Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, invited the auto workers to come and enter and, and uh, start an organizing drive at Tesla. Isn't that amazing? It actually be start another organizing yeah, drive. Yeah, another organizing drive. But, so now he's going to allow it, I guess. Yeah, he was dead set against it before. Oh, God, but now that Mr. So Biden has spoken, then now they're saying, <laughs> well, you can come on in and organize us because uh, we want the union if that's how we get federal money. 972-647-1893. We're very short on time. Uh, at 9.50, we have to leave, and Pierre is nice enough to play our podcast uh, at that time, and this one's going to be an interview with Hobie Huckel. He's one of the people that's organizing a demonstration tomorrow on uh, Ukraine and uh, NATO, and I said a while ago that what's going on over there is a proxy war. They're all saying, let's you go fight. This reminded me of, of Russell Davis. I had a great friend, and I still love him dearly. His name was Russell Davis, and he loved to set other people up and get them to fight so he could just watch. He got me into a fight with a guy named Adams. <laughs> I didn't even know Adams. It was a friend of Russell's. But so, he wanted you to, guy, He set you up. It turned out this guy Adams pummeled me all over the parking lot. <laughs> He finally felt sorry for oh, me. Oh, thank God. He finally felt sorry for me and, and stopped. And uh, oh. and then Russell took me home and said, boy, he thought, I thought you could beat him. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and then I, I realized. And then I realized. You, you were his proxy. I didn't even know Adams. And Adams is like, I don't have a fight with you, but that's okay. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, that guy just about beat my head off. Oh, my God. I was just swinging at the air, you know, and he was punching me. Oh, in. my God. That's terrible. 972-647-1893. That's what's going on in Ukraine right now. There, that's right. Somebody, Russell Davis is probably in on it, but the people of Ukraine are in a proxy war for somebody else. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Brian and Gene. Hey, good morning. morning, brother. How are you? I'm doing a little better. Good, good. I've been out of the weather. Have you? You not? You don't get the virus, did you? No. Okay, good. Uh, I guess that woman finally got mobile oil. You finally got that deal sale, I guess. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah, yeah. It is about time. We yeah. we still got work to do, but you know. Yeah, it's already with some work to do. Basically, back when you organize the union, trying to get the union organized. You organize some, you don't. Because we I had to, we organized the union a lot of times. Some folks helped, some folks didn't want it. 
Mm-hmm. But now, I see they're going when you're crazy. Everybody wants you. You got to have somebody to talk up crazy when, when they want to do you wrong. That's right. Did you see? Did you see that the uh, the postal employees yeah. ratified their new contract by ninety four percent? So it yeah. must have been a good contract. Must have been decent. Absolutely. They they we'll have it. to talk to uh, Katanya and see. Uh, uh, not Katanya. That's not her Katina. name. Katina. Katina. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Katanya. <laughs> I have a friend named Katanya too. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And also the Piedmont flight attendants who work out there at American Airlines. That's right. They approved a new contract by 87%. And they got and a big raise. The paper says that the raises will average 6 to 6% at the low end to 14% a year. And they also got a big signing bonus. Bonus. I think they got like eighteen hundred dollars just for signing. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah. they were happy with that, and they ratified by eighty-seven percent. And I don't know if everybody realized that the reason that they're getting good contracts today is because somebody else went on strike. That's right. And those That's companies right. are scared of that. So when. Yeah. So so it's helping people get their contracts and getting a better contract. Because somebody else has suffered through a long strike or a lockout. Yeah. Don't you think so, too? Yes. Yeah. I know so. (laughs) That's the only thing that brings wages up is when the employers are scared enough to give in a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And that's okay. You know, I think it's, I think it's better when the big businesses are starting to run scared, you know? Yeah. It's about but, time. That's the, all I got to say. The, the CEO of American Airlines only made, according to the paper, he only made $6.25 million last year. Oh, no. But, How will he ever live? Well, he's going to get a big raise. Oh, well, see. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. Have a good weekend. I appreciate okay. you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Unions, Bye-bye. unions make a difference, don't they, Bob? They sure do. That's right. They could, uh, it makes a difference. That's a good quote. We need to write that down. Yeah. Unions make a hundred percent difference. Yep. Anybody else waiting, Pierre? Uh, it's not going to do much good to call us because we only got two minutes left, and then they're going to play my podcast about yeah. tomorrow's demonstration. There's a guy named Rick Squat, Rick Scott, who tried to write the Republican platform. <laughs> he's uh, he's from Florida. Yeah. Well, what do you know? And he wants to sunset Social Security and Medicare and Medicare and every other. Government program. He wants it all sunsetted within three years, is it? No, it's five years. Five years. Okay, so there's no more Social Security, no more Medicare, uh, no more food stamps, no more child care credits, mm-hmm. no more uh, uh, WIC for women. Um, no man. more SNAP. No more SNAP to mm-hmm. feed kids. No more uh, uh, child care or child uh, health care. Just end so, it all. Just end it all. That's it. That's how he feels. Lower oh, the but he's got money. He's got it. He's got money, so he doesn't he'll care. He'll be fine. He'll Him and his, his buddies will be fine. He'll send his kids to private schools anyway. That's right. And according to the Republicans, uh, issue number nine that they voted on on Tuesday <laughs> was that... Uh, that uh, the state should be funding private schools. I knew that that's what they wanted. Yep, yep, that's that exactly way, what that they wanted. That way rich people who are sending their kids to private schools won't even have to pay for that. <laughs> They're already cutting down on their taxes so they can pay for public schools. Oh, and then they're complaining about the public schools. 
So mm. a lot of bad things going on. A lot of a big challenge. I think the election was a gigantic challenge for working people to turn out in the yeah. next election. And especially uh, as we move toward November to get organized between now and then. Folks, we got to do better. There's almost 1.4 million registered voters in Dallas County and only 218,000 people showed out. On on both parties. On both parties. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have to do better. We have to do better. All of us. But we will. Yes, we will. We got to go, though. We got to go. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.